welcome to the podcast. We're back uh, once again talking about uh, some wonderful movies. Uh, Hey, everybody out there. This is a polarized podcast. Uh, Just in case you're new, which, you know, maybe you see Mighty Ducks. uh, Well, you know it. What am I saying? Spoiler. (laughs) You click on the thing. It's going to say the name. Guess what? We're talking Mighty Ducks. Um, You know, maybe. Yeah, I feel like this movie could be somewhat a movie where people are like, oh, I like that movie a lot. I'll listen to people talk about it. But yeah. So if you're new to this uh, or just all you. Maybe there's like a a surprise party and they decided to put this on. Uh Oh, yeah. Get ready. During the surprise. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um surprise, we're yeah. gonna play your favorite podcast, polarized. Uh, polarized. Hey all you party people. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the polar zone. Uh no, this is the <laughs> this is the okay. This is the polarized no no more funny business. I'm gonna get to it. <laughs> oh come on. Uh, I mean, okay, there's there's gonna be some funny business, mm-hmm. but uh, okay. So this is the Polarized Podcast. Uh, this is a podcast about polarizing movies, polarizing in the sense of Rotten tomato scores. Sometimes critics hate it, and sometimes they love it, or vice versa, and those are the movies that we talk about. Uh, this week, we're talking about the 1992 classic. Uh, I'll say that with a little bit of hesitation. Um, Ooh, because, a little yeah, derision. A little derision, you know. Okay, well, how does he feel about it? Um, and but the two, yeah, the, the two sides here are the audience as well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just wanted to say the audience is on the other side of this uh, critics versus mm-hmm. audience situation on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. So for this movie, it is a situation where the audience is uh, looks at this movie more favorably than the critics do. Uh, the score for this movie is 21 critics, 65 percent audience. So, I mean, they're not totally like uh, thrilled i guess you know a little bit and i can understand why and that's why i kind of uh yeah i'm a little derivative or apprehensive about calling this a classic but you know what to some this is a classic mighty ducks in order to talk about this movie just like i need i need a particular person every week to get to the bottom of these things my co-host or sometimes referred to as forever guest mr james how the hell are you I'm great. I'm wonderful. I uh, I watched a movie that was uh, a family movie, comedy movie. Um, mm-hmm. I think it 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 worked on on that level, and I uh, I think it actually rubbed off uh, mood wise for me. And also, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's in the we're in the polar zone here, in the mm-hmm. kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's a little cold. It's a little little chilly. It is. It you is know, on the hockey rink. Today. It's a yeah. little little chilly on there too. So I was I was. I was ready to bring this into the canon of our of our kingdom. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? Yeah. During this time of year, like it is cold and wet outside uh, as we record this. And yeah, the 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 town, the winter, the sport, all of this is. Yeah, I feel like it is an apt time. Cozy, cozy movie apt time to talk about it. Also, too, you know, you mentioned last app is. We've been in this year, like, or kind of era or, you know, whatever you want to call it, of of movies. And it's been really fun in particular for me that kind of reevaluating movies from my childhood. We're not like overly critical on this podcast of all you people being like, are they just going to shit on this movie? We're not going to just shit on the movie. 
uh but yeah like to reevaluate the yeah go listen to last exorcism or something like that yeah yeah there's other there's other episodes you can find (laughs) there's yeah this one is not gonna be that i can i think i could safely say um we'll definitely talk about certain things that are just yeah it doesn't really work well but uh, we won't get into it too much now but yeah like my point is is that yeah, reevaluating these movies, going back and looking at them is it's been nice and cathartic because totally. Uh, I don't fully remember a majority of the movies that we have you know seen, and that's just because a lot of time has passed. Like, I mean, some of these movies I haven't seen for God twenty years or whatever. So it's like, but I know that they existed, and I was trying to think of situations because I definitely didn't like. Aside from the sweeping, like it's a. A team of rap scallions they you know <laughs> overcome the, the they you know the um like the prestigious team or whatever yeah or yeah. the the yeah the favored team and they overcome and that's you know generally what i know of this movie right so many of those up. kinds of movies like i mean sure if we like that's a great place to start i think to to talk about other types of movies like Mighty Ducks that the the reason there is a Mighty Ducks movie to start with one that I am not super familiar with, but bad news bears. This is essentially, <laughs> and I've read from the director saying that he really liked bad news bears, one of his favorite movies. And he thought it would be great to do a hockey kind of uh, version of it. But also as a child, I don't know. There's other ones that I really liked a lot. The big green little, little giants, yeah, um, I like that one. A you lot know, too. Sandlot is like still one of those that's a super like cl- cult classic, at least probably probably just a classic at this point. Um, <laughs> but especially with with people people our age, I think that one was a, was a big one. But yeah, th- those kinds of movies, and that's what this movie is. And it's kind of like it's a Disney property, and it's kind of unabashedly that kind of movie of yeah team of rap scallions team of little rascals if you will and right. got to get them together and 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 win something in the in the uh you know the hockey game against usa and soviet union was i believe was 1980 uh was was the year when that happened and the miracle on ice and all that shit and hockey was kind of in like more public uh consciousness and, and especially in america at that time uh i mean close close to that time at least and Wayne Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky had been traded to like the Kings and stuff. And so there was like some more like hockey interest within like the LA area as well, just to think of like, uh, like movie making and what um, mm-hmm. is new and trending, what people want to get out there. And like, there's a lot of extreme sports movies and stuff around this time. There's like, I don't know, like Brink and, and stuff like that was after this, but just thinking of like a lot of uh, those types of sports movies that, um, were uh, very popular to just throw on at like daycare around the time we this movie came out. It was like 1992 is when this movie came out. I was we were both born in 1990, folks. So yeah, um, we're in diapers at this time. We're <laughs> we're we're pooping our pants a little bit more yeah. than we do now, but it's uh, yeah, it's comparable. Uh, yeah, negligible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna say that the director Stephen Brill originally. Uh, I believe it was him or no, sorry. He wasn't the director. He's the writer and also one of the actors in the movie. He's like his lawyer buddy, I believe. Mm. Um, but this movie was originally shopped around and envisioned as more of an adult themed movie. And the scripts uh, held true to that 
within this movie in terms of you know the drinking and driving stuff it was way so weird weird i don't know i do not so remember that as a child and yeah oh of course not it would go right, no way, right over your head because he's yeah. like oh, yeah. drinking a drinking a bottle he doesn't really act that drunk because it just it clips through that stuff so quickly but totally. yes it was noticeable this time uh around and uh, yeah really quite surprising because obviously we need to get uh gordon bombay which is bombay, uh, i mean what it, a name what a name what a name man i mean if i was to get in, in, into doing porn i would man hopefully i i don't know maybe that's what names are even taken but what a great porn star name is gordon bombay gordon dong day or something, <laughs> yeah. something like that <laughs> no you can just go with bomb bombay is cool oh, yeah Gordon, yeah. I keep on doing Don. <laughs> you don't have to have Dick in your name, <laughs> James. I know. Okay, Gordon. I, I Gordon feel, Bomb Baby. I, I don't know. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Gordon Big Dong. Uh, <laughs> GordonBomb.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bomb Dong. Uh, well, anyways, you're going back uh, to the dong. Uh, but so yeah, yeah. I was like originally like and a more adult themed script and then yeah. guess who bought it out uh mickey mouse uh was yeah. like hey i i like this this movie and side note we just watched a trailer for this movie this just happened i didn't yeah. notice we just watched a trailer uh me and great Great, Brand, great brandini uh mm-hmm. watched a trailer and this movie was originally called champions for a moment in time and there was a trailer de- like full trailer cut and edited with champions at the end that was such a strange experience. I thought it was going to like, it did the, the title card champions. And I thought it was going to do in the, the next, next one, like yep. champions. Uh, me too. scene Mighty. of scene, the ice or something. Mm. I don't know. Right. And, sure, but it, no, sure. it was just like champions coming soon. <laughs> uh, what? Whoa. whoa. <laughs> um, so yeah, Disney bought it and they're like, uh, we want to make it. Yeah. More in line with some of those other movies that we've, we've mentioned that whether they came out before or after, but, uh, yeah yeah kid, there's kid friendly like bad news bears on ice totally yeah because this is right in disney's wheelhouse where like you said they've just been coming out with a string of those um and yeah i think it, all of them have ingratiated themselves it, it, it's so funny because like you just look at it from a business standpoint and you go okay so this formula is simple and works now let's just apply it copy and pasta to like other sports so we can just kids are getting yep. into sports uh, as just more a uh, part of growing up you know learning to work together parents have an inclination to put their kids into some sport even though they may not be totally thrilled about it but it like forces you to work as a team and all of those things there's a lot of good things for sports but yeah like hockey's not everybody but of course disney's whole ethos and and they said multiple times it's like just being a, a part of the family quintessential like you know you you can turn to disney and know that your kids are going to be taken care of or you know they're going to mm-hmm. some type of messaging and but just also th- just being such a fundamental part into human existence in america of growing up and the, yeah in order to do that you just you you look at all these opportunities of uh, sports that uh, kids play and you go okay let's just continue to make those types of movies and it, yeah it's fascinating because that's also too like with the buying of the script and stuff is how hollywood works as well and you just y- you can definitely see 
that being like just like it often is that's an issue then with this movie because it was intended and written in a particular way and then gets shifted mm-hmm. kind of at its core mm. i i guess we could argue that at its core it's about just less about winning and more about having fun well, which i really orig- it was originally not even kids i think and it was you know still he was spurned by he was like in the NHL, not a lawyer, and he was, you know, spurned like by a coach. And so he like coaches a different team against that team that, uh, you know, the coach was, uh, that was mean to him or whatever, or, or did whatever. And the Disney effect was, yeah, the lawyer thing, which I don't know. Yeah. That makes me think like the beginning of, of hook or something, how he's uh, yes. a lawyer at, at the beginning, beginning of that. But yeah, now I'm th- even thinking about space jam and how that was going to be like, they're going to shot. They're going to do different versions of that. How it was going to be a Tony Hawk, like skate jam movie. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, the basketball one, they were going to do like a Jeff Gordon one with racing or something too. They just, they were thinking of all of all of that kind of stuff in the wheelhouse disney original movies uh like brink i I mentioned and also this was the time of vhs which is kind of interesting to think about where movies would have another life Mm -hmm. on vhs and as as a child it's just like yeah i don't know Your, your selection wasn't that big like growing up at that time and if there was like a vhs in the cupboard or like whatever in the tv stand or whatever i didn't have that many I'd watch the same one over and over again, like Lion King or something. I'd be very familiar with uh, certain VHS tapes that I had. And I would, I would watch them over and over. And yeah, you know, I just think there's like more selection now. And those kind of movies just take a different life. It kind of assumes that cult classic identity when it is watched so much by kids growing up at home as like mm. a babysitter almost as sometimes yeah. these, these kind of movies would be. Space Jam being one of those for me, I guess. I, I would throw yeah, that, me throw too. All the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because both of us are more basketball guys, and so like hey. this, like I was thinking about it. I knew about this movie, and I maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know if I, my parents, not me. I'm a little kid. I didn't own it, um, but yeah. So I didn't have. I like. I don't have too many memories of this movie. But like you, is like I'm more basketball. So I have like the Space Jam thing was like watching that all the time um trying to think of some other ones like my dad was into soccer so like the green what is it the green mile big green, the big green uh, yeah yeah yeah. that one was from cool. sandlot in it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so those those res those yeah were more fundamental to me than mighty ducks but yeah i think there is there's quotable stuff in this movie that made it as popular as I don't know. A part of it is like making it out to be popular because of what is it? Like uh, so many times it is quoted, like people have quoted in my life, the quack quack thing. Yeah. And it just, yeah, it obviously found its audience with a lot of people and that permeated into other sports and just, a, or what it means to be part of a team. And I'm just so curious then too, if, yeah, like, I don't know. I'm trying to remember if, that that kind of you know maybe not quack but that whole process or or ritual was in 
like we did that for basketball teams and stuff like that, because I feel like that was that managed to make its way into other sports in real life where people are like, we're going to, okay, we're going to go out there and play ball or whatever. And then you just, you, you, and you do that ritual. Cause it just, yeah, I don't know. It really, it really stuck with people. It's really oh, fascinating. If, yeah. It, it feels good. And for me, I don't have a real memory or connection to this movie in particular. Uh, besides, yeah, that, that big quack, quack, quack thing. Because for me, I own D2 Mighty Ducks. Uh, I believe on VHS and possibly even D3 and watch those a lot. And um, that's, it made me think about how at that time, I don't know this, that must've been after T2 or something, just doing that letter number like T2 judgment day, like letter number colon title Mm -hmm. for for a sequel or, or something like that. And that was just like an interesting naming convention, but that was one that I had a lot of fun with. I watched this movie kind of later last night and then I was like, kind of had a hard time going to sleep and was kind of up and just let the second one ride on Disney plus. <laughs> oh, and Disney I, plus. I started watching the the beginning of the, the second one and it was uh yeah, it was an interesting experience. I had a lot more like feelings of like, Oh yeah, no, I remember this and <laughs> stuff. And you know, it's, he's, I mean, we can talk about it later or whatever but it just it was interesting he's not with uh joshua jackson or whatever charlie's mom he's like oh uh, yeah we, like he's like oh yeah, i'm leaving <laughs> i was too busy with hockey and i like didn't, yeah. didn't i would like a you know i'm i'm bummed i didn't keep it up with her we broke up blah, 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 and it's like oh bummer <laughs> but he, yeah. he, he's like in the nhl and then he gets injured and then he like is asked to coach like the kids olympics team for the usa and it just Got happens it. so quick at the beginning. It's just kind of like, let's get it. And then gets right into like, let's get the team back together. And then you got to go find everyone where they are. Now. Oh my Really God. fun scene. Cause that's like, uh, we should be talking more about this movie, but I had to touch on it a bit. The getting the team together. We've talked about, I think another mm-hmm. podcast too is like a lot of fun, but they get right into it in that second one. And then just gets into, uh, you know, the games with them battling like other, um countries and 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 stuff like that but that's the, fun. the uniforms from that one are I, are I think they're just more the iconic like uh actual professional hockey team looking uniforms mm-hmm. these ones are so endearing and I love them. janky and and, uh-huh. and great in their in their own way and i love them a lot more now but i just uh-huh, yeah I, I guess i've seen d2 so many times as a kid i would always think of those ones but yeah th- these like i love the shade of green on on these uniforms uh-huh. and uh the, the duck's the really look silly it. looking he just has the the duck has this face yeah. of like he's just, i don't know yeah uh, a prankster or kind of like an imbecile like a combination of those two things like he's, yeah just um yeah goofy duck <laughs> but I, I yeah i really enjoyed yeah i'm glad that you brought that up because i i found myself being like man that, that jersey's pretty fucking tight I, I like that some sort of that's the shade of green that it has is somehow now like i think of that logo and the title of this movie and uh when we watched the trailer again when they had the right uh title for it it had that uh-huh. color and it just kind of like harkened to the jersey and it's this weird kind of, I want to kind of look at it. It's like a darker green um, mm-hmm. sort, sort of thing. And then it's got a, 
this duck that's kind of got this half opened eyelids uh, <laughs> that are kind of glazed over and right. Yeah. Just like this in the hockey stance, big, big feet probably cause from, yeah, those big duck feet, but um, it just looks like almost like disinterested. The, the actual duck, <laughs> it's kind of funny. And uh, the, and then the actual font is just very basic. Uh, however, the S itself looks like it's in a different font. <laughs> it looks like it was originally <laughs> duck. And then they added the S onto it. It's it's interesting. And then yellow little stripe going on the top there. I just, yeah, it's, there's stuff like this that's iconic, iconography uh, <sighs> that really like kind of hits a, hits a soft spot for us 90s kids over here. Um, that, and, you know, just Emilio Estevez, dude, Emilio, we just did uh, Emilio! last week, but Emilio, uh, is in this movie and I can't think of him from anything else. You know, like we were big, how did this get, get made, uh, heads over here from, you know, their, yeah. all their runs of movies and overdrive I'm familiar with just because of that podcast, maximum overdrive. But maximum <laughs> overdrive. That's right. And he's, uh, he's in that movie and that is a movie that exists and I have watched it. <laughs> um, that's all i'll say about that yeah, yeah, yeah i was gonna say that's all i gotta say we about that we can't get into that right now no 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 no. Um, no 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 time no time uh but that's that kind of stuff and i'm yeah, even thinking of like and now i'm looking at this poster with the bubble gum and the hockey mask um with the puck flying at his face it's like i i you just i can picture myself going to blockbuster or like looking for a movie to watch and seeing that and just looking at the cover and being just imagining what the movie is, but it's it's already just uh, a cool physical post, cool poster, cool jersey, the, the yeah. look of it. Um, and uh, I'm jumping all over the place, but I, I did touch on Emilio. What do you think of Emilio, uh, Gray Brandini? Is, is he someone that kind of like gives you that feeling of like, oh, man, I wish he was my coach or like, oh, he seems, <laughs> he seems so cool. Like when you were a kid, he uh I'm trying to think if I thought he was cool because, yeah, again, I'm having a hard time remembering this movie as a kid. But just presently, it, he just was cracking me up so much because he has <laughs> such a like he oh, he he's such a son of a bitch. Yeah. And he right off the and bat. right off the bat um and he's such a short person, too. And it just yes. cracked me up how much. Yeah, like how how much fight he has against like uh, or just him getting upset with things is funny like it, there is some really great casting that's going on because when he's frustrated by things it's genuinely funny to see him be frustrated by it because he he can fly off the handle and yeah, yeah. he's got but then he also can come back with like jokes and like comebacks and stuff like that and yeah to start getting into the movie like it his whole the court scene is it was so the repartee was so funny because it's it's like somebody doesn't know how a court works and but just everybody acts like they know exactly what's going on and just his whole like movements and just, and i i love like him going uh, back to catch it, me if you yeah. can when like leo's trying to mm -hmm. pretend to be a be a lawyer yeah like oh know the pomp, pomp and circumstance but not the actual like substance of what you're what you're doing kind of it it's it's also like i don't know it's crazy for like a kid's movie to just jump into a like a court scene a right off the bat yeah. uh 
you know, he is, things are animated. And I think that helps when you, you know, you kind of like lean into like, Oh, I'm going to yeah. animate mm-hmm. and express a little bit more to at least let the kids know like how the situation is going is how, how I'm feeling. And one of my favorite lines that would get that across, I guess, and how show how cantankerous he was, especially at the beginning, uh, is like, he's brought up like, uh, if he wants to go to a hockey game, he's like, Oh, hockey game. <laughs> I love that. And it's just so like, and they're trying to do he's this. Like, West, West. <laughs> where it's like, Oh, oh yeah, get my calls. How's Mr. Doug work doing? And, oh, and she's just writing down and walking. And then he's like, Oh, and then you got this hockey hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Or then when when Mr. Duckworth calls and she relays the message, she's like, Mr. Duckworth. Okay, Mr. Duckworth. Quack, quack, quack. quack, 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 Mr. Duckworth. Quack, 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 Mr. Duckworth. It's just like, wow, this guy's a maniac. <laughs> he has like kind of this like edge to him where you feel like he could like really fly off the handle at any moment. Like he's not fucking around. And yeah, maybe he's a little like smaller in stature, but he might fucking <laughs> he might fucking kill you and that was something that the i know we're, we will get into like the movie more pe- bit by bit but i had this uh interview with some of these uh hockey players um that i can touch on throughout the podcast maybe a bit more but one tidbit about it those two guys that were real hockey players and that had a scene with him mentioned that he did have to stand on a box to uh shoot oh, that scene. Perfect. by the way they're also they're also in skates those guys so they're already yeah they're in skates and they, they might as well like be in a box themselves mm-hmm. um, and they're probably already like six one um yeah no mm-hmm. for sure that's funny though because yeah and then also too it's how uh like uh unflattering men's suit fashion is oh, for oh my a, god at that a, time, a man yeah. like a man like him because suits now it's so in fashion for them to be tailored and to be closer to your body but there was you know even in the 90s like it's still like big jacket like still having like pads and you and you look it's very like triangular you have there's a lot going on up top and then it cuts down but it also goes pretty long as well and then the yeah. the slacks are loose like tight fitting jeans it, ha- oh man you like tight fitting pants slacks jeans all of that was brought up by just really beating our parents over the head with it until they just gave up and then people <laughs> were like oh, okay i guess like the cool thing to do is have fitted jeans or to have not yeah. you know not these insanely large uh pant suit slacks where dress, yeah it's dress clothes like getting ready for picture day or whatever like when we were younger i was always so upset with getting dress shirts because the sleeves were so fucking baggy yeah, and yeah like, there's so much fabric here you, oh of course yeah, you had like flat, yeah and then they would go yeah really long and wide and mm-hmm. uh and yeah just just a really loose fitting and it didn't <laughs> look good Maybe there's some intentional way, like if you're trying to wear, yeah, something baggy, which is popular uh, at the time as well. But that was like also applying to dress clothes that just box box in form and and function and uh, maybe not function, but the shoulders for sure. I remember those pads. Um, I have one quote from uh, Basil 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 McRae, a.k.a. North Stars player number one. I remember two things about being in that scene. One, what a nice guy Emilio Estevez was. Really sincere, nice guy. Two, how hard it is to memorize lines. It is tough. I think he made me and Mike even more uptight because he was so good. Because Emilio was a short guy and we had skates on, they had to put him on a box. 
maybe that loosened us up a bit. What and a straight shooter that guy is. Mike goes on to say, uh, <laughs> here's where the things that I remember and were an <laughs> issue. And then here's me telling you, and now I'm done. <laughs> Uh, North Star's player number two says it took a good three, four hours. We had the extras on the ice acting as North stars during uh, practice. We had to figure out our lines and deliver the, deliver them right on time. And we had different angles of the shots. So it took a while. Um, they, uh, do sound like there's like professional sports stars. Mm-hmm. That yeah. Are applying sure. their skills of, post-game interview yeah with <laughs> acting and inter- just yeah they're applying that interview to this interview which is more of like oh how did you feel about that and it's like yeah he was great i was <laughs> uh, it was this and okay that i tried good. really hard the first time didn't get it they directed it, me to do this and i can and it's like that must be like i'm just thinking of to be at the top of your game in like an athletic sport and then uh, uh just have such a hard time with like public speaking or or getting a line across and everything mm-hmm. too uh it makes me feel like they're a little more human and uh that's mm-hmm. uh you know it's i could be i could be a a hockey olympian myself you know <laughs> <laughs> so accessible no, yeah i'll be the spotter no i'll be the spotter i'd be like oh interview oh i'll take the interview i'll take the interview i, I don't uh-huh. know how well i'll do but i'll probably shake in my boots as well um damn it those guys are just cool and i'm not that's all it is uh they seem like cool dudes they're cool dudes uh yeah so that was just like a little piece um um it's on the hockey news website and it's going through flying high at 25 an oral history on the making of the mighty ducks and uh steven Briel, i think his name is the director talks about is uh you know history with playing hockey as a kid and wanting to do the bad news bears of hockey and all that stuff and the cinematographer did a breakfast club and stand by me. Um, they mm-hmm. had a hockey trainer for the kids because some of them lied and said they were really good skaters and they weren't. Um, yeah. And uh, that was, that was an interesting little, little read. Would you like to go through? So they got the court scene, you know, there's like a very slow build into the movie of them showing the credits. I feel like, and then they show yeah, you like we got, this oh, like right. hold open of like him as a kid getting, yeah. uh, getting coached by a great character actor, um, mm-hmm. or just very memorable, uh, guy, Lane Smith that I am familiar with from a Polly Shore movie, son-in-law, yeah. uh, which was like a, a mainstay for my family. Mainstay like, for me too. That was just on oh, all the time. I yeah. love that movie so fucking much, dude. It's still one that I can easily that one and Encino Encino man holds up enough that I can throw that on and be, be happy with. And, and son of oh, has, sure. has this moments that yeah, maybe don't hold up as, I mean, Paulie short himself. Does he hold up? I don't know. It's if you're in the mood for it, uh, it's, it's a, it's a fun watch. And that was something that was always on anyways. He's like the surly dad. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, yeah. The son-in-law wants to, um, uh, impress and he's a farmer and he doesn't take any shit. And he has this like look that'll, uh, send daggers through through your eyes and um, <laughs> through the other side of your skull and uh he doesn't he just does not take any shit and he's telling young emilio to uh that like all there is is winning yep there's no point to it if you can't win this essentially mm-hmm. is like what he what he says um emilio little and then emilio, he does the 
takes a shot yeah. and uh, banks it and uh, okay. misses. Bricks it, I should say. I'm a Bricks we're basketball guys. <laughs> uh, he also makes the point, which is so off-putting as an adult to hear, is where he associates his success here at the with this shot to like how much it means to his family, or just brings that in. Like his father had passed away, but like before this game, and then he made the a comment to Emilio before or Gordon Bombay. Uh, that do this for your dad. And so he had the pressure of making this goal to try to, yeah, to like make a, yeah, make the memory of his father even better. And uh, it was such a fucked up thing to do as an adult to a child. It's insane. Yeah. And they walk a really interesting line with him because he, yeah, is the villain treats the kids terribly and yeah. And it's, and it's weird. It's to the weird extent because yeah, just showing like cruelty by an adult to a child. Yeah. must be, Mm. um, uh, yeah, well it is because it's like, it, it comes off as being a tough thing to accomplish. Well, because yeah, you just go, Oh man, this, this guy is really a bad person, but does he then, need to be that bad for this? And it's, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. so interesting. I, I can't articulate it fully right now, but yeah, like you don't want him to be too bad, right? <laughs> like, you don't want, you know, I don't know. That just I, think, I think you're expressing it perfectly. And, and to me, I think it's expressed in the movie through the behavior of the kids on his team and mm-hmm. what kind of effect that has on them. Um, sure. And, and what they Thanks. think is like the right way to play, and then contrasted with when the ducks are presented with the opportunity, which I kind of liked how skeevy Bombay was at the beginning of like, you gotta fucking take falls, you gotta like fucking sell it to the rest uh, people because he's such a skeevy lawyer that he's like, it, it as long as you sell it to the judge then you'll you're good it doesn't matter what mm. what the process is like as long as you get what you what you want out of it and and just and justifies the means and they stick up for themselves and they don't want to do it charlie especially which is uh, a great performance by a very young joshua jackson I, I thought he was uh really really wonderful and had those just had this like stare at the camera that was just uh-huh. really, like i don't know it, it really elicited a an emotional response just from just from watching it even when he was like taking the hits uh of like take the fall take the fall yeah. and, and he's, he's like, like dead eye glare like no, no. to be conf- yeah oh so fascinating because it moves the story along really quickly for him to to be confronted with that and then for them to stand up for themselves and to go through that process of them being like this guy we're not gonna just it's about respect and like starting to harp on that side of what it's what the story's getting at is like you know you have to earn respect family you know also the things in in a uh fast and the furious movie but yeah like oh they're, they're, that, they're for sure ride or die all those all those guys uh, all those kids oh absolutely but yeah i i i, I was pleasantly surprised by them being because uh, that's also dealt with and then they move on and that's how uh, uh gordon bombay gets makes headway and makes them better and makes and them he, a good and team. he's humbled i i don't know it's something about seeing, hum- seeing an adult be be humbled have to apologize to a child and set things right 
is something that as a child too, was very satisfying to see someone as an adult figure, not have it all figured out, mess up multiple times right off the gate. And then they're able to learn things from each other. And once he's able to stop being a prick and renew his love for hockey himself, he's able to share that knowledge, uh, some of that knowledge with with the kids, which is some of the better better stuff is like him just coaching the kids and and getting uh, getting the crew together. But before that, I'd say we, there's like a kind of a classic scene of him rolling up on the limo to their first practice. I say I'd say that was a pretty good scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just one that, that you'd like that's their first meeting and he's still mm-hmm. kind of like i don't know how i feel about this and i don't want to do it and he's he's he sentenced to 500 community hours of community service for drunk driving which was started because he messed what did he do he like messed up on a on a case or something or he was just working too hard and he was like told to like go take a break and like leave, and he's like didn't want to or something. I I don't know. That was kind of no. Uh, it, it was it was he was he was being too arrogant in the courtroom, and right. the the partner of the law firm he works at, Mr. Ducksworth, uh, yeah, Mr. Ducksworth crack, crack. calls him out. Yeah, calls him out on, it and he's like you don't need to spike it. You just need to score. I don't, that's not what, that's not what, you know, that's not what this firm's about is this, you know, um, yeah. Being, um, so I don't know, in people's faces and being so, uh, yeah, showy. So, uh, and then, but then he just instantly materializes that and then starts drinking and driving. So that, that that was very quickly. And they're talking very very fast. And even for like, yeah, kids movie, like, don't worry about keeping up. He's just, he's going to be bad and he's got to be set right. And he's got to do this thing. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, totally. It's very, yeah, it's very economical. It just, we yes. let's rush through. Let's cause what we need to get to is he, why he has to do the hockey coaching. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, just it moves you very quickly along. All of that is a back and forth of like, okay, so you're going to have to take time off community service. I what is the name of that uh his chauffeur but definitely like that guy he's in a lot oh, of stuff he's, yeah he's he's great um MC Ganey yeah I, I, something that comes off the top of my head is uh lost because I started that up again uh during beginning of COVID times and stuff it's like oh, I'm gonna just casually watch oh wow again. <laughs> I didn't and, know that <laughs> and he shows. Yeah, Kara's Kara's never seen it, and so we're like, oh, we'll we'll throw it on. He shows up like he's second season or something. Yeah, he's he's great, but he's got a great voice, a great look. He he's I like again seeing an adult, especially one that looks kind of like he'd be in a biker gang or something, or mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more hardcore. Just being like. <gasps> Go team, go! Yeah, just the cheerleader. For, yeah, oh my god, it was great. Yeah, because he's got this mustache. You introduce him. He's a you know was a roadie for like Ario Speedwagon or some shit. And I love you <laughs> yeah. got you gotta love a classic thing of like you know uh, I'll never forget it. Or but then it's, it's something about like now the eighties. That's something I'd like to forget or so or I can't remember or something, <laughs> something to that effect, which is just so funny. Cause so that was just an ongoing joke as the eighties as a whole decade was just like, people were really fucked up and don't remember anything. What is that commentary about? Yeah. Just <laughs> what was, yeah. You know, it makes don't you wonder what, a, 
Yeah. What were people doing in the eighties? And then I, I guess maybe if you ask them, they're like, yeah, I was just really doing a lot of blow or going out a lot or that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah, I don't really remember the specifics of much. Uh, <laughs> I, he's like, no, no, he just said he's, he's lost his memory somehow. Um, so don't ask. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was, I see he's also in uh, con air. Yeah. As mm-hmm. swamp thing. I forgot that's what his name, but he was like the pilot. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the the prisoner pilot, like when the prisoners mm, take, over, take over, he's like, um, well, I think he's like one. He might be the guy. No, nah, it's John Malkovich. I was gonna say, is he the guy? He's like, welcome to Con Air, but I think that's John John Malkovich. Cyrus, I think so, Cyrus the virus, he, Cyrus the virus, because I think yeah, he like has the intercom and goes up there or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, so I mean, we that was just like the introduction's pretty fun. He kind of blows him off, gets back in his limo, and the kids jump on and start giving him shit. And uh, I don't know what you like introduction to the kids. Like, who who were some of the the kids that you that you thought were really really fun? For me, I think my favorite uh, character is Les Averman. The Averman is my favorite. He too. does that kind of like Rob Schneider from SNL bit of like, hey, you're doing a thing. You're like, uh, like coach uh-huh, with, yeah. with the car going on the ice. Hey, How James Meister. How's it going? Granini. <laughs> Great. <Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> just like he's really good at it. He just mm-hmm. was a 13 uh, year old going on 30 sort of. Right. Sort of kid that was really funny. <laughs> And then uh, there's the kid from heavyweights. There's a whole uh-huh. heavy, heavyweights uh, parallel with this movie and D2 uh, mm. because you got he's he's a little well, I say chubbier just because it's heavyweights. I mean, so obviously whatever, you know, uh, the kid that has the part kid. Well, there's, yeah, about the- there's the goalie. I was thinking of the other uh, the other kid that's kind of like got kind of like more street wear. And he's like introduced with the crew at the beginning. I, whatever. It it doesn't matter. Um, and then Keenan Thompson comes in uh, D2 and he's also yes. in, in heavyweights. And I just, yeah, I don't know. That was a time in, when all those, they're like, oh, let's just bring the same crew together. All those kids were like having a very fruitful child actor career at that time. It's interesting to see them all just get going from place to place. Um, sure and different different movies that i was familiar with because we were kind of same age uh yeah so we get the whole crew together yeah also um, call out and tammy and tommy come into play as well once he starts like shopping at some other free agents (laughs) Mm -hmm. i didn't i forgot about uh margarita i think is her name um connie yeah connie's character from uh, american summer Mm, yeah yeah I, i forgot that there was a girl on the team in this and it ends up being two girls on the team, which is really interesting. And, uh, I mistook her for the other girl that comes in D two. Uh, and I thought for some reason they were, I think they were, I thought they were the same person or, or something, but yeah, another, another girl comes in the next movie as well. Yeah. 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 Cause we also, yeah, do a little bit of, have a little bit of that recruiting where it gets, and that kid's in, or now grown adult, uh, was in stuff as well. The brother, cause they, they recruit essentially, a it's Pete a, and Pete. Yeah. Pete and Pete. Uh, yes. Yes. yes, yes yeah. From uh, Pete and yeah. Pete. I was, right, so happy, right. I was so happy seeing cause he's a baby right there. And like, uh, I mean, there's uh, like early Pete and Pete, I think where they were young as well. And that, I think that show went like, 
long enough for him to kind of grow you know grow up past he was very young in this one and he was like oh he's he's so cute <laughs> it's yeah his little haircut little was little cracking ginger, me up little ginger kid that's like yeah he's like much smaller than everyone else too like skating around and, and like tammy's doing all these like spins and stuff and tommy's like <laughs> yeah oh god he had the haircut of the uh berries and cream guy which was a, a big uh yeah big hairstyle in the early 90s just a bowl cut essentially oh, yeah. well emilio's yeah. haircut as well is like that was the, oh, like that wave sort of like uh-huh. flowy sort of hair. I don't know. He's got, I mean, Charlie Sheen was considered for the part to his, his bro. And that he's got that same kind of hair. And you know, you can go Martin Sheen or something. The whole, the whole family are like, I'm thinking of like a, yeah. a, a Tommy Lee Jones or, or something like that. It was just like part and a wave. And that's a it, refined gentleman right there. Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah distinguished cool gentlemen <laughs> or uh from uh weekend at bernie's i don't know i i, I for some reason emilio estevez reminds me of of that guy too i, I forget his name but he's got that kind of like it's just look at the wavy hair that does uh, yeah it's that time you know it's that cool guy 90s look yeah yeah mm-hmm. surfer kind of like I think Tom Cruise i feel like would have had the haircut similar to his as also well. considered for this part yeah Oh no shit. Interesting. Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks. Could you imagine the Tom Cruise energy in this movie? He would have been like mean to the kids. I would wouldn't have uh, the kids would have been scared. It would have been more yeah. more like that and just like I don't know about this guy and then him He's internalizing the yeah, the other his drinking and driving that stuff be, would have to be more of a forefront if Tom Cruise was there because yeah, how could you not just be like, oh, just uh, yeah, that kind of rage. Yeah, energy. in the original version, it definitely was his like uh, mm. substance abuse problem was way more prevalent in the sure. original script. But yeah, Tom Cruise just like I can just picture making a sorrowful apology to all the kids at the end, like I'm sorry, I was this <laughs> way, it wasn't we need to go out there and they're all just like, okay, <laughs> whatever you say, coach. <laughs> I'm doing his speeches and stuff. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> just like really gets in their face every time they're about to go on the rank. And then quack, quack just takes on this more like, you know, <laughs> forceful energy to it. Quack. I mean, if, <laughs> like he was, a- if he was like the, it's the Hawks. The Hawks are the other team, yeah. right? If he was the Hawks oh. coach, I think that would have been. Oh man, that he's probably the same something. age around that time. Bill Murray also considered for this part. Oh, that would have been awesome. Um, God, Tom Cruise could totally pull off that look. That which was just so I kept it. It it worked as a joke gag for me. Is the uh, um the Hawks coach kept doing the collar pop thing. And it was just like so much a part of his character where he would just like, would you like, let's yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm like, roll. It's like roll the equivalent of rolling up his sleeves. And he's just like popping the collar. Like I'm going to coach the shit out of these Hawks. And he just like flared up and, it, Oh man, it was so funny to me because it just, it also looks fucking stupid too, where it's like, he's having yeah, the collar. Uh, <laughs> he's just looks like, I'm going to make it look cool, but I'm really, really cold right now. <laughs> yeah, it's chilly in here. It's like, yeah, I'm going to pop this collar and then go out to the bar and fuck something. <laughs> like, it's just a weird, I don't know. It just, because it, it, he, he, he's not cool. He lit he's, up a cigarette or something. Yeah, just, like, just frozen on the ice. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah just tying him off over it's, on the other it's side it's scary man like I, I don't know from somebody like he if can i can even if i could like talk from even personal experience myself like i played basketball in high school and, and everything and like i had a coach that was i don't know kind of like maybe not fully on his level but was intense yeah sure and, sure, sure and like singled me out a lot and like mm-hmm. didn't wasn't really like a fan of me for whatever oh. reason i don't know why like people oh. other people on the team be like yeah we're sorry man i don't know why he doesn't like you so much like other like people on the team would be like yeah he's he's just like really doesn't like and whatever sort of my i was a i was a theater kid i think that might have uh affected it as well whatever it is but uh. anyways to have somebody in that sort of position really affect your view of whatever if it's a sport or competition or your own self-worth within that field of like of even just trying or anything and just like to really like dress you down mm. i was really feeling for emilio and in, in in the especially the moment when he's talking to him as a grown man yeah you can tell he's like yeah just getting dressed down he's like back to reverting to being a child again almost it looks like and at the same time what's his face lane i should what's is coach riley has a way of like still being manipulative and the coach Very. the coach mm-hmm. in my basketball team was like a psycho like a psychology major in college so he was just like mind fucking all of us all the time mm-hmm. but uh he was like looking at the banner for the second place thing he's like man that in a very so like funny <laughs> that they, i keep I telling him to take it down it's like why did they put that up in the first place <laughs> but like, it's like he has a he has a smile on and he's being uh-huh. like ingratiating in like body language and 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 Mm. what his face is saying but what he's actually saying is like super like nagging and like digging digging Mm. at him but he's doing it in a very manipulative way and that was something that i was like oh Amelia, don't listen to him like oh he's being he's being such a such a snake and that was something that uh okay everybody now you bring up you're laughing at the banner. I was laughing. Oh my the God. Whole, the whole movie at all the news clippings that were constantly oh, coming that up. Too. Like, and like, the what radio. Are these news? I kept on <laughs> trying to look at the news publication. Um, and like, I think one of them didn't even have a title. I think it just had like the subtitle and it said like the number one hockey news publication, <laughs> but it didn't show the title. <laughs> it just showed that part, which is right underneath. It's like whatever that newspaper is. I'm sure it's very reputable. <laughs> <laughs> One of them too did this really bizarre thing, and maybe it happened multiple times of where it started off as a a uh, a single shot, and then it morphed into uh, like the video uh, or like what we're taken into. And one time it did that, it picked like the dumbest shot to start with, but it moves into like what what happened at the game or what was going to happen. Um, And I just, that kind of stuff cracks me up too, because it's so cheeky and like, what, I don't know. It doesn't look good and it doesn't, I don't, why it doesn't need to exist. Why is it there? That kind of stuff drives me a little nuts. It's funny. It ends up being funny, but not because I'm, I'm laughing at it, not with it. I don't. Yeah. Why? Cause all of it is, I guess, in service of stakes, but how about instead like show what's going on in the town that they're in? Like there's so there's almost none of that. 
Mm. We are so we we don't have we don't really get, uh, outside of Charlie's mom get zero interior into the lives of the town and why it matters to them. What District mm. Five is all about, like uh, uh, anything related to why things should matter yeah it doesn't it doesn't give you any of that instead it just goes well there's this you know obviously because it's on the front page of this new of this publication it's a big deal to the people in the town but yeah there's just so little care that for was, yeah that was just almost in the way of showing you that it was kind of pumping up how important it was but also at the mm-hmm. same time i appreciate how tailored down the stadium in which the final game took place mm-hmm. really sure. wasn't that big it was really just like yeah. almost like the same place they've been having all the games anyways and it was just the it was just the final game and those snippets it was almost like someone had the editing software and it's like hey did you know that you can have a live video feed going into the little image in the newspaper and have the new- newspaper right. flip around before it comes at you and say just they were they were having having fun and I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe as a kid, you see newspaper like, oh, it's important. Oh, yeah. I got in the newspaper. I always want to be on the newspaper. That'd be so cool. Totally. Um, yeah. It, it, it puts, I don't know, like elevates like what they're doing maybe in the kid's mind of like, oh, it's, a, I bet their parents are going to be so proud of them. Um, no, that's a, and that's, yeah, that keeps me grounded in my critiques. Cause even though I would have liked to know more about the interior of what the town's going through, like it, you're right. It's so effective as a kid. Like it's just moving the story along quickly with and maintaining energy where you just go, Oh, they're cause it's all about like them winning games, right. Is typically what's on the front of it. And it just keep it, it mm-hmm. keeps that energy up of like, there's the, the ducks winning another game. Psh- plastered on the front page and it just it goes through that it is a movie a kid's movie in which the main character is not a child it is a it is a grown man mm-hmm. and it's more about him his arc about true kind of coming back down to understanding his it, childlike uh uh it's just his child that's living in, inside him that wants to get out and also his love for hockey that he let die because a shitty coach told him uh like wrong it's all about winning yeah gave, gave him wrong guidance and, and everything so his journey does get all that across of of meeting in the middle with with these kids and everything and and uh you know but i i guess as a as a criticism possible criticism or something that maybe someone would have wanted to see more is yeah maybe some more of like having charlie be the main character or have a little more like information about some of these kids in the town that they're from sure. like why they're like hanging out all together at this ice rink and what their relationships are and like why uh they don't like what their family life is like and you know some of them seem maybe disenfranchised or something too and they Absolutely, don't have like they yeah. don't have a place to go home to every night or well, who knows yeah. what it, who knows what it could be and even charlie's mm-hmm. story is like is heartbreaking with his with his dad and how he's trying to uh projector or, or uh, yeah. onto Emilio and, and, and it's, 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 it's heartbreaking, especially when Joshua Jackson's like eyes are just looking, looking at, at you mm-hmm. like that. Like, will you be my dad? <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh, oh man. man. Uh, and it's such yeah, I, intri- I think that it's yeah. definitely possible, but yeah, I guess it's just Emilio. Emilio is the main, the main character, character and his arc is, is what's driving everything. And uh, his romantic romantic entanglement with Charlie's mom as well his as his it's like his ability to learn how to uh 
Yeah. Loosen up, be childlike, get the hockey thing back and be a father, be learn how to be a father like figure because he's got that. He's his father died. And so he's got a, a rough past that he seems to have just fucking stuffed down with work and, uh, not has not explored that side of himself. So yeah, I guess that's where the main meat of meat of it goes. But, um, I don't know you big ice skater brand. I see him ice skating around in the early morning and, and doing that in like some jeans and some sweat, like a sweater or something. And I'm like, Oh, oh man, man, that looks, yeah. that looks fun. That looks kind of like a nice little workout. Yeah. It looks like a big workout. And I mean, my understanding, I mean, hockey as you know, just in general, can, like what it entails and you know what the sport is. Uh, yeah. It's like, Oh, it's such an interesting sport. I don't know why yeah. I, I, I don't follow it. I guess I just don't follow sports in general. So, I mean, that's really it. But yeah, the fact that there's a level of tackling, it's okay to like hit people and then it's on skates. So the ground is like hurts. Everybody has blades on their feet. Like all of these things are just, yeah. We're Southern California dudes. It just hasn't been relevant as relevant to us. Totally. But yeah, I don't know. Visually and and to think about it and to have it be in front of you as a movie is fun because yeah, I'm not playing hockey, but I was rollerblading a fair amount. That's yeah. somewhat adjacent. Yeah. So like there, there are things about it that, yeah, I just, it's, yeah, it's, it was fun to see. Yeah. Kids playing hockey. And, uh, yeah, even now, like, I don't know the, some of the hot, yeah, it's just the way it, it's just the way this movie looks is, it's just tough now as it's just become dated where mm-hmm. there are, you know, I do. Yeah. There are things I like about this movie, but it's not a good looking movie by any stretch of the imagination, but not, not like it needs to be, but uh, yeah, upon a rewatch, it's something that's stuck, stuck out is like, there are really endearing and fun things about it, but it, yeah, just look, ugh, it looks so bad. So, yeah, um, I, I get what you're saying. If if you don't mind, can we just put a pin in that the look of the movie? Um, mm-hmm, yep. Can I take a quick bathroom break, please? Yep, sounds good. A mighty pee break. <laughs> the mighty duck pee yeah, break. Pee break. <laughs> the mighty polarized podcast will resume. All right, so we're back. Uh, you brought up the look of this movie, and yes. it definitely Not has like just a, a a a not rustic just like a it's got the vhs quality sort of thing like things are still being filmed kind of on on film at the, at the time <laughs> and so it's kind of got a grainy quality as well uh i think it's fine and it's it's serviceable like i have no huge uh complaints or you know like acclamations for it either way it's just kind of is what it is uh <laughs> the thing that i guess I've mentioned before, and I'll say it again, is like when they speed ramp or they drop the frame oh, yeah. ramp, that Which kind happens of stuff. In this? It happens yeah. at the very beginning with all like the skating stuff and they, they like adds effect in their mind or, or whatever when, when it makes things funny, if you make it go faster or some shit like that. It's discombobulating. It doesn't put me in a, in a situation of like, they edited that funny, so now it's extra funny because of how they edited and, and, and speed or, or whatever it is and it's not more emotional when it's drops as, as well. in in my mind, uh, but that's just like the trappings of the, of the time and stuff like that. But I just, I'm so neutral about that part. As far as like a story goes, I guess if you want to 
if we're like where we are in terms of that, the teams like together, they, you know, they, one of their first games is that one where they're told to do the falls. They're all wearing kind of like mismatching sort of jerseys with just kind of drawn on numbers and mm-hmm. uh, names on their, on their jerseys, which was also endearing before they get their big uh, jerseys from what is it from Ducksworth or whatever, like fronts and yeah. gets and gets them the, or Emilio or Emilio kind of makes the case in, for ships it. in mm-hmm. as as well too a writer. There's the whole montage of them um getting, getting all better. getting all their getting all their stuff as well and getting mm-hmm. better and um that's like that's that's all fun stuff. I don't know, but also as we talk about this movie, it sounds like a movie just anyone could kind of come <laughs> come up with a little bit. You know, it's like kind of just like you kind of like okay here's unoriginal the- uninspired totally yeah, yeah uh, serviceable yeah. uh yeah all of these things are apt descriptions of this movie yeah luckily the characters are fun you know yeah yeah they're fun yeah 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 oddly i could just i i don't know what are you a cake eater brandon <laughs> don't be a cake eater cake eater <laughs> that's one i could i could borrow that one too uh, but this, this, like, I don't know. I, I brought up hook in the past. I brought up like hocus pocus as, as well. And how those ones looked and on film and all that have a certain quality of, oh man, it's like my mom still hasn't picked me up from after, after school care or whatever. And it's like starting to get a little dark cause daylight savings time. And we're going to like throw in a movie and wait until my mom picks me up or something. And that movie is mighty ducks or, <laughs> Or Hocus Pocus, <laughs> and then it has like that kind of quality of, I don't know, there's something cozy about it, but it uh, doesn't like look super appealing or anything. Like, yeah, I don't know. Even watching like Twin Peaks or something too, it just has that kind of quality of, oh, this was on like just old school TV, still shot on film, um, old school yeah. and, and our term <laughs> version of it, I guess. Yeah. It sounds like you're making the argument, which I'm, I, I, I think I should entertain, right? Yeah, of course. Why not? Of it doesn't need to like, it It doesn't need to look good in order for a good movie. It makes because given the circumstances, right? You're just talking about this. You're, but I feel like you're being pretty uh, forgiving. I guess I just sure. Oh, I'm letting you nostalgia know. kind of wave over and, and that right. Sort of stuff, but that's where I'm coming from. Totally, yeah, yeah. And it's that part of what I express for sure. <sighs> yeah, it it does make me appreciate some of the uh, definitely animation movies for sure of making things exciting through more wonderful visual camera direction, more color, more like, a, a, I don't know, attention to those things of just how the movie looks that I respect, you know, almost a little bit more now because of this movie, because it, those are the movies that are really successful. Cause not to say that this is a bad movie. It just is very, I think it gets a lot of the praise that it deserves, but most people aren't, I don't, yeah, I don't think most people are showing this movie to their kids more so than other movies of their childhood. I don't think so either. And it's one of those things, it, all those different parts coming together, really, when you think about it, they're all like pretty serviceable and 
there's other movies that have done this. So why this one has been one of the more popular ones, I think is due to, you know, Emilio Disney doesn't hurt, but I, I'm sure they've done a couple other movies like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the, the characters uh, themselves and, and how they act and, you know, even soundtrack or, or whatever. But I think, I don't know. There's something really endearing about Emilio and, and Disney Disney back in it and everything doesn't definitely doesn't hurt for them to have sequels. And there's even a show on Disney plus now that's based off the whole universe of it. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I consider all that VHS cult classic stuff, a, a part of it, but I'm wondering why this one and not like little giants or big green or something are, aren't the ones that are held up. And maybe those ones came a bit later and this was just like right at the, a good time when, uh, those elements like hockey and shit were kind of like on the come up a bit more. Mm, uh, If anything, it's more forgiving of an environment for it to be mediocre. (laughs) It's kind of the vibe of what I, another way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) That's another, sure. That's another way to put it. And I, we, I I don't know. I think we went through this on, uh, I, I brought up Hocus Pocus too. And it's like, I went and saw that movie in a movie theater and that was a lot of fun and added added a lot to the experience. But I think what we, came came away with at least me you weren't you weren't a big big fan of that one and i think my <clears> thing <throat> was like it's weird to have that experience and be like yeah this is this is super solid and this is good and everything but to get the reactions in people about that movie is something else i, I don't know when you ask certain people about maybe hocus pocus or even we had Nick Schulte on last week uh, mm-hmm. and we brought up grandma's boy. And I was like, Oh, I've never seen it. And he was like, what? You never seen grandma's boy. And just like mm-hmm. these reaction reactions out of people. And it's uh, met with like a lot of buildup um, about those, about those things and, and ownership. And when you finally like yeah. revisit it and, I don't, I didn't remember a lot about this movie and then seeing it again. Now I just really feel like I have fresh eyes. I, I really don't remember a lot besides like some of the kids and Damn. like Emilio and Damn. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that being said, like it's completely serviceable, very watchable, <laughs> pretty, pretty funny at parts and rolls along at a pace that any sports movie would and should. It's a fucking sports <laughs> movie, dude. Like I, I, I don't right. know, like right. some of these can be dime a dozen and, and honestly how it's patterned is not, much different besides I did not expect Emilio to start the movie in a drunk driving incident. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. And him to just roll up to court. Almost. It seemed like the next day he was just in court, like talking it out about how, what he had to do. He looked like shit though. To get out of it. I know. But like that was the next, he was in court the next day. Yeah, and then even the judge just like I was going to take the weekend off or whatever, and I'm like, he's getting sent. I mean, maybe he's got some pull with the judge. He's not able to work something out. Like day after, he's able to like bail him out or something. I don't know. They just kind of move that along. I think for the kids, just like, yeah, he's been bad. Like he gets he gets sentenced. So yeah, there's you know, and this is the part of the sports movie where they go on the run, man. They they're like. They're, they're kicking butt and taking names. You get a lot of these news clippings. You get some montages. You get some funny stuff happening. There is the training stuff, too, with uh, Goldberg. Goldberg! Um, and they strap him to the goalie net to teach him that it doesn't hurt to get hit by pucks. I thought that was a fun scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, everyone's everyone's kind of got their thing. They even have to bring over 
or this is very another skeevy kind of thing as Emilio. He like heralds it as kind of he's being righteous, but he's just being a little stinker. He's like, <laughs> actually, the district lines say that this little kid over here oh is going to be on our team. So you got to move him from that team that he loves so much and his dad wants him to be on. And they set up all this thing for him and he's got his buddies. you got to bring him over to our team because we want to win the thing. <laughs> Sorry, I got really high. I pitched that. That was amazing. Bravo. 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 Man, that's so uh, petty. What do you think? It's It's so incredibly petty. And and uh, yeah, makes him seem like I'm a little goody two shoes. Look at I'm the I'm bringing the rules into the equation. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's just uh, yeah. And then it's not quack quack. uh, No, sorry. Oh, but um yeah, uh, totally. I, I lost my train of thought, but yeah. I'm continue. sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. No, he just does the whole like, because uh, he seems very self righteous about it. He's confronted by the father with Mr. Ducksworth, and they're like, come on, man. Just like apologize and just like let the kid play on the team that he wants to play on. The dad wants him to play on the team. Like, just let him do it. And he's like, yeah, sure. But actually, I'm not going to apologize. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like, but then i, I kind of like him shoving it back in ducksworth's face he's like are you really gonna lose your job Me? over a yeah. game and some kids and emilio is like are you really gonna fire me for a game and some kids and he's like clean out your desk bitch oh right insane because then oh yeah it just makes ducksworth such an fucking moron like here's a guy who was the ante on the pettiness he doubles down doubles down on it yeah just he he can't be outdone by this guy yeah it's fascinating because he came from such a place of like fatherly compassion in the beginning because he's the one that's Mm. he's the one that steps in and and goes okay so i've made the deal with the judge you're gonna do these things oh but i can't work i'm the one who ch- said that you can't work because you're working too hard this is going to make yeah. you a better lawyer it is you're going this is more valuable than you realize and really and then hires the the driver right like so so he so emilio Estevez just has a chauffeur whenever i don't know what the they don't get into the stipulations god wouldn't it be, we never really got a scene of the driver and emilio estevez just oh, like yeah. at a at a bar i don't know just like shooting this i guess like i don't know just shooting the shit it doesn't have to be at a bar it's a kid's movie that like or at least that turn because he's at the beginning kind of just like open just like yeah i used to like do like these gigs for this and that and and all that stuff and he's very shut off i'm like i don't give a fuck about this guy but there's not that turn you don't see that turn of like, oh, they're buddies now. They just, you just, the driver just uh, is immediately a part of the crew on board. Yeah, on board. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much just assist, uh, assistant coach. I would, it would have been oh, for sure to be like, yeah, I used to play hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I did right, that too. Man. He just seemed like he did, he's done jack that. of all trades. He's done yeah. it all. Yeah, that guy. Uh, hell yeah, that guy's uh, awesome. Yeah, so I mean that's like a big point of contention. There's that, and there's the thing with the falling. I'm trying to think of other conflicts that really come up apart from like whatever kind of paint by numbers uh, sports movie that your garden variety Disney picture would 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 have. And yeah, I don't know. The Hawks are the bad guys. You got these that you got these three little stinker kids that are that are bullies and and mean and um look like hitler youth all of them oh uh, yeah they play <laughs> that up 
I mean, yeah. it was going down the line of them, like versus them. They're just like all these, just like just noticeably like, taller, blonde yeah. hair. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, white guys, and they're and then they're in their hawks, like um, street attire, right? Oh, right. You know, they got the and yeah, it's just it's so classic. And then Banks comes on their team and he has such a funny look to him. This guy's got huge eyes. He's just like he looks like Anakin yeah. Skywalker, something like Hayden Christensen, <laughs> kind of just like he does. I'm giving in to the dark side. <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah, you get him, you get Tammy and Tom. He's like Emilio is like on a fucking tear. He's treating it like he's his job. He like just makes his yes. turn like there's a process of him like, I don't want to do it. Okay, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it how I do my normal things. And then there's another turn of like, no, I got to actually like. Be the best at this. Yeah, and be a little bit more like a soft, soft mm-hmm. touch. But he's like being a real manager, coach, and going out and getting getting uh, people for the team. And one of my favorite characters, and I'm trying to think what other stuff he he's might have might have been in, but I just like him in general. His whole look and, and feel is the big, strong guy that has like the amazing shot um uh, oh yeah 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 Fulton reed is that his, his name in the in the movie and i believe so oh he looks like he, oh he's like the eldon he, he's in daredevil he's he's a pretty big part in daredevil he's foggy and and daredevil oh like yeah that. that's right a little bit of that wow that's awesome wow. He's, he's still around he's really great in that show he's he's, he's a great actor but he's like He's like grew really fast as a child. He's like big, or maybe they just like, you know, he's a little bit older and they just play him, um, <laughs> hang out with uh, these whatever younger kids and stuff. But he's just got uh, a look about him. That's like menacing and stuff. When, when Emilio finds him after he shoots a puck at his limo, uh, I thought that was great. Cause he's like trying to play football and stuff. And they're like getting recruited for football as a middle schooler. They're already looking at him for college. I, I that whole like, thing was so insane. to me. <laughs> He's like, so the him being amazing on their team is like his off time. So he's incredible. They're already scouting him at middle school. I know. <laughs> like, fuck this kid must be great at football. And then he's also incredible at hockey, but he can't do hockey because it's in his like contract or some shit. Yeah. For whatever. <laughs> they got like the draft, play others. like they got the draft pick in like, 2042 or whatever you would at this age it would be like 2012 or something and like you're like yeah no we got that draft pick and we're picking you so you better you you better be on on your uh, your best behavior no hockey (laughs) no hockey oh so funny i bet you'd be a great baseball player you don't have to skate in that you could do a nice little nice mean swing there you just stand still i don't know uh, yeah. you just you could just you do it all this this guy it looks like and then i think later on in d2 you get introduced to the bash brothers which was my shit it was d2 or d3 that has the bash brothers and i think he's one of the bash brothers they like this they get this other kind of like guy that's kind of like big and strong and they like i think they form this this duo of the bash brothers and they just wow. like they just like fuck shit up they're like okay do the bash brothers play or something and then they just like check someone super hard and are uh just dirty enough to be uh charming about it i think bash brothers i mean come on that's a cool name um that's an amazing I, name i mean so, so we're pretty much at the big game right this is yeah this, oh this, yeah that's, right that's where we're at like emilio's lost his job he's i don't know i guess we never talked about the 
the the the guy that makes the skates that's just like the wise old man that gives like sage advice to Emilio the whole time. He's he's got a good happy energy to him. That's like a, f- a fun part as like a kid of like oh look it looks like Santa Claus without his beard or something and he's being so nice and he's like at the North Pole making skates. I yeah oh what what town are they in? Because I just great question. That whole, uh, I forget. You're Aaron, interested you, in the and what's going on in that town. I am because he just has this. Uh, what is it? Scandinavian. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, there's a line about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's a tall guy. I mean, it's hard to tell with he's up against Emilio Estevez. So it's like that guy. No, he's wearing like, skates too. <laughs> he's always wearing skates. <laughs> they should have just had Emilio in skates the whole movie. He's just like, man, I'm, I'm really into hockey again. I'm just never take these off. <laughs> yeah that guy was a really sweet yeah gave him some sage advice uh yeah and um guided uh Emilio on the way and uh I think you know there's a he love. comes back after his he's injured in D2 and like works at the skate skate shop again I think it's it's a big deal it's a big deal that that skate shop um oh yeah he's like Emilio's talking about, I forget what they're talking about. They're talking about something. And he's like, you're morbid, Hans. He's like, I'm Scandinavian. Scandinavian, yes. I guess it's in their nature to be morbid. Yeah, I think, okay. But he says it with a smile. He's like, I'm Scandinavian. (laughs) 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 I'm morbid. That would be. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. (laughs) Uh, A little morbid. (laughs) uh yeah any i don't know okay so the so the big game it goes according to plan charlie gets the big shot you know how it goes and that's a you know and that's obviously a big deal that um so instead of making this decision for, for the better hockey player which who would it have been i can't remember off the top of my head to take the shot uh huh. if it wasn't charlie uh, the guy who was dating the girl on the team. I forget Banks, his, I guess, his right? name. What's Banks that? Would prob- Banks probably would have been the the pick, right? No, I'm not sure. It was that those two that were like coupled up that like were holding hands when they went to the professional hockey game and stuff. Uh, guy, his name's Guy. <laughs> okay. And then he was canoodling with uh, Connie. Connie, okay. And like, there's, they're like, who should take in there? And then I think she was like, oh, and kind of pointed to him, like, yeah, of course. I mean, that's his gal. <laughs> She's gonna stick up for his guy, her guy. And uh, and then he's like, we, I think Charlie should do it, and uh, we have a real chance to win at this thing, coach. And he's like, that's what I'm saying, baby. Get on out there. And this is like, I, yeah, it's like that parallel mimic sort of thing at the beginning of the movie. Um heavy-handed Disney movie sort of thing, but still, it, I, I thought it was really nice to see him encourage Charlie in a way that was like, hey, kid, I'll love you either way, whether you make the shot or not. Oh, y'all, I, I wasn't like that. <laughs> but he was just, like, very encouraging, you know, and not like, oh, it's only competition. It's like win or go, or like, don't fuck. If you can't win, you don't play or something is what if you can't win, you might as well not play or something. What is what his coach was saying? He's just like, just essentially 
try your best. Uh, some some version of that is what he says, and he get and he gives him uh, in, encouragement in the way that he sh- he wanted it as a child. Totally, and that and that yeah. was really nice. And one thing that I'm thinking about now that was a that was a nice life lesson to me that I kind of like took in with this movie Enjoy. was he talked about that shot with Charlie earlier on in the movie, I believe. And he's like, yeah, man, like, I, or like he sees like the news clipping about it or something when the kids like mm. find out about it. And he's like, yeah, I missed the shot. It was awful. It was the worst day of my life. And I like, I, if it was one inch to the right, I would have gone in. And then what, what does Charlie say? He's like, if it was one inch to the left, you wouldn't even have hit the pole. And he's like, at least you got to play in the championship. And I love that so much because you can't, you just can't see outside your own fucking head sometimes and be like, right. I hit the pole. Like I could have gone fucking completely wide or I couldn't even, I didn't even have the opportunity to take the shot, you know, and you get so pole existent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's like the, what's how, how you like, maybe in, you can just be like glass half full sort of thing, but it was just more like affirming to me to really take stock of yeah, I don't know what you have in the positives to situations that you may look as like negative just because you're so down on yourself or you have a, of a bad, uh, like view of how you're doing things in your so And you can be very hard on yourself and, and not embrace the positives and in, in your potential as, as a, as a hockey player, as a person, whatever it is. And to have some perspective of a, whether it's a person or in, in even better, a child that's just kind of like, Hey, that's, that sounds really cool that you're even in the fucking room, you know? Yeah. And uh, to even just think of it like that and to be grateful can get you in a better headspace. At least me sometimes just like, if I'm just like more grateful about things, I feel like I'm in a better, better uh, yeah. general, general headspace rather than spiteful, you know, like that of the coach and all the other, those other mm-hmm. kids are just like very mean and spiteful. And um, yeah, it's a movie. I just like really, really like that part. No, I I love that part too, and that's awesome that that that's resonated with you because yeah, the journey is more important than the destination. That philosophy on life, because yeah, it's so easy to be so stuck on what the future, like future planning, mm-hmm. with everything in every aspect of your life. How could things be, and not appreciating how things are, and um, yeah, that it's it's good to have drive and it's good to strive for being it's for having the opportunity to be part of the game but it if you and if you if the goal is to win becomes greater than the pursuit of the goal then that's a problem and Mm -hmm. yeah it's a it's a great way to look at uh life and it's nice to have that message reiterated it's also nice for it to be in a kid's movie i get why you want to have that in a kid's movie for sure the progress you make in inward is, you know, not always ex- expressed and, and it's hard when it's done on like a grand stage and in, in a sport and, and things like that. And man, that was always so nerve wracking about sports with me, like especially something like hockey or something. Well, hockey, it's a little bit more back and forth, but something like baseball, man, I would always so much pressure, so much pressure to get those, get those moments right. And, um, seeing like kids go through that it's like yeah this is like the most important day in their fucking lives they're children like what else they got going on they're like playing these playing these uh playing these games on the weekend and it's a big deal and and seeing them get get competitive and 
get their character challenged is uh it's there's a reason why these movies are replicated over and over again especially when uh you know there's like some some scurvy dogs in in the in the bunch some rapscallions like you said and mm. uh they pull it off they win the big game they did it and he's so mad that other coach He's yeah. so he's he's so mad, and then uh, Emilio, like pretty much two camera right before he gets on the bus, he's like, "Get ready for next season, we'll be back," and it's like a big teaser. I don't know. I read in like the little interview that was like an ad lib that Emilio threw in as like a little wink, wink, cheeky thing to like the director, and then they weren't gonna leave it in. But then by the time they were cutting it, they're like, "Oh, Disney's talking about a sequel. We might do it." So then they uh, they left it in. And we got D2 and D3, and there is a Disney, there's a Mighty Ducks show that's on Disney Plus right now, and Emilio was in, like, the first season or two. I saw some article saying he is like, I'm out. We got contractual uh, disagreements, Aww. creative disagreements. I'm out of here. And he's gone. Uh, but they're doing it. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers, if you care to check it out. And I think uh, they got some of the other people in there as well. This is the part of the show where I'm going to read reviews. Uh, we got 21% from the critics. We got 65% from the audience. Um, I must be transparent in some way here. There's only 29 reviews from the critics side on Rotten Tomatoes. It's very limited, which I, I don't know. It's interesting how that might cater to that low score. But there are negative critic reviews to look for and i and i found some of them and and they're out there and the critics yeah there's there's plenty of critics that didn't respond well to this movie and as an overview i'll just say it yeah has a little bit to do with this being kind of like a copy and paste of another kind of you know sports movie with the bad news bears sort of kids that need to come together and, and do their thing but uh yeah I'll I'll go through some of these you know one that it's not kids but one that I I really like that I'm thinking of that's a sports movie that's like a bunch of people trying to come together and, and it's just a sports movie but a league of their own that might be that's like one of my favorites I want that one's so good um mm -hmm. you ever see that one Brandon yeah I have seen that one I haven't seen it in a while so it'd be a one yeah it'd be a good rewatch because I think the humor would probably make a lot more sense to me but I think just how big the characters are and I really love yeah how they're it's so big um uh, uh Tom Hanks is yeah acting in that that I made it recognizable also to the star power uh, of uh, Madonna making it recognizable and why mm. people watched it but I don't I know a little bit of the Gina Davis stuff yeah it's oh, been a while good. yeah yeah get some Rosie O'Donnell you got yeah there's some good good people I'm that's a great Tom Hanks performance when when do you not have a great Tom Hanks performance um okay I will move on we will start with Time Out London. Very lame ice hockey flick. <laughs> Estevez is arrogant, hotshot lawyer Gordon Bombay condemned to community service for drink driving. He reckons he can go one-on-one -on -one with his troubled past and get back at his boss by coaching a team of Little League no-hopers. Cast from a cupboard marked Bratz. Assorted. And that's just the little snippet on there. I, I, I won't, I won't go too any further with that. Yeah. Um, 
Let's go with Los Angeles Times, Michael Wilmington. Most of the movie is like the ice on which Bombay's limousine rests, cold and shaky. The only time it really comes alive is in the obvious scene, the Fast Furious Championship with every duck having his day. See, it is a Fast and Furious movie. Oh man, I think by as we do continue to do this, I I feel like I'm going to be so good at being able to write types of lines like <laughs> in that review of equating the, the the ice, you know, to the overall uh the yeah, limousine like on they, top they forgot night. to they forgot to like take this one off. They took this one off the ice a little too late. Didn't they cross all the way? I am so funny. Cut, copy, save, print. Yes. My work here is done. One time a coach of movies told me I couldn't direct one. And now I'm going to take it out on everyone because i'm the bad coach from this movie um let's go to empire ian nathan as a light family sports feel good this works but don't look for anything more don't you do it don't don't you dare don't look for anything more it's not there don't you do it don't even look entertainment weekly jill racklin rachelin racklin the film spends most of its time tracing Bombay's predictable transformation into from super competitive to super compassionate coach, a metaphor, a metamorphosis that will most likely bore young audiences who don't yet know what a midlife crisis is, let alone <laughs> identify with one. There is that kind of push and pull of. That's so interesting to talk about why he just is able to throw himself into the coaching is a midlife crisis. I guess that is something that, a a, a, a don't know, a, a, a midlife, cri- a man could go through. They're like, I'm going to just quit working and I'm going to just coach a hockey team almost. And just like fully devote myself into being the best coach possible. Oh, the so turn happens with, Charlie, like Charlie is the catalyst to that. It's either Charlie or his mom. Like, I, I, mm. I, I don't know. It's like Charlie challenges him, which leads him to go say sorry. And that's, that seems like a hard thing for that kind of guy to do is to actually like be humble and go, go apologize to a child, which is very difficult clearly. Cause the mom like has to kind of kind of elbow him to do it almost mm-hmm. is to, is to apologize. Um, she respects him so much for doing that. And yeah, like you said earlier, it's really affecting as a kid to watch a grown man go and apologize to uh, to a kid. And you feel so vindicated. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I am right sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, mom. <laughs> I mean, Nickelodeon at the time, everything was like, kids rule, parents kids rule. <laughs> kids fucking rule kids rule the world man oh i that's such a oh that's so great i love that energy yeah uh (laughs) uh, let's go with boston globe j car here's brisk pacing and skillful herrick's brisk pacing and skillful way with the hockey sequences gives the mighty ducks an urgency in its manipulative copycat soul doesn't really earn the Mighty Ducks, with its team calculatedly 
organized along gender as well as multicultural lines is the kind of film kids like then outgrow. 1992, October 2nd. That's such a weird statement at the end. Sorry, I'm just going to move past that. That's such a weird statement. Well, what does that have to do with them outgrowing? I don't understand. <laughs> um, let's go with USA Today. Perhaps there's a legion of 10 and unders who don't know the bad news bears from the Care Bears. If got so, em. Got em. If so, they're the likeliest candidates to sit through this junior high slap shot a peewee hockey riff on the sports underdogs make good scenario. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Beige. <laughs> um, TV guide magazine. The mighty ducks is a harmless and the mighty ducks is harmless enough, but it's schematic retread of a screenplay and it's lethargic acting detracts from the unassuming passable entertainment. It might've been. Mm, that's interesting that the acting was lethargic. Yeah. I didn't get that. And we'll finish off with our old Roger Ebert. Yeah. It must be said that this movie is sweet and, in, and innocent, and that at a certain level it might appeal to younger to younger kids. I doubt if its ambitions reach much beyond that. Uh-huh. I have his full inner Which is, full, uh, full review here, and I, it does start just to like add a little bit to that. It the opening statement is The Mighty Ducks is the kind of movie that might have been written by a computer program. Uh-huh. Sure. Is what Roger Ebert uh said about the movie. But that's interesting that it starts off as the computer program, but then he ends it with it being sweet and innocent. So there is an like a personality or a soul and spirit behind it, which is true. Yeah. And so to I that yeah. But it's just so, so much of the, though. It's just like right. You know, there's no it just is what it and sweet and innocent the same way that yeah there's no nuance or, or anything we're like oh uh-huh. yeah maybe you you're not gonna learn about that town and what's going on there and uh why they're so into kids hockey right <laughs> we don't yeah moving right along it's in yeah normal town usa and it is yeah just for people like hockey moderately <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> i do like his whole speech about ducks that was kind of cool i was like you know what ducks are fucking cool uh, okay, cool i like that too yeah He's to like convince, convince the kids of, and then the most uh, badass kid is like i want to be a duck to be a duck i want to be a duck immediately and it's charlie's the first one who's like you know what i'll be a duck too and he's just such a fucking kiss ass. i'll take a samuel adams yeah <laughs> <laughs> boy i bought it from a guy who wrote about an alcoholic <laughs> yeah uh so we're moving over to amazon for the audience reviews let's yes. find some five stars we'll start with films for life five stars great sports comedy that needs a blu-ray the mighty ducks <laughs> holds up surprisingly well seeing it as an adult now i've always loved it since i first saw it in the theater yeah, it's basically Bad News Bears on ice, but as great as Bad News Bears is, I love Mighty Ducks even more. Emilio Estevez has always been a favorite actor of mine. He is perfect in this movie and is a very underrated actor in general. The rest of the cast is very good too. Highly enjoyable movie that has some really good laughs as well. A word of warning, about 11 minutes in, there's an awkwardly out of place goofy kitty scene that's poorly done, but don't let that stray you away from finishing the rest of the movie. <laughs> 
Also, I'd say far away from the sequels, unfortunately. Films for life. Films for life. Uh, Louis, five stars. Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. It's titled. Yes. I love this movie a lot. It was neat to get to use my Amazon credits for not prime rushing my products. Anyway, this was... Wow. I'm sorry, I'm right. Well, you know what? I appreciate I that. He gets his grievances out of the way at the top. He just goes, okay, here's the product part that I'm really, really don't care for. But I'm not I'm not here to dilly-dally. Let's get into how I feel about this one. That one got me. Oh, I just love that there's <laughs> there's an anyway. He's like, I know, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> off topic. First sentence, I'm already off topic. <laughs> anyway, this movie is a classic that will be sure to entertain, especially if you're a hockey fan. Just don't notice how they always switch their handedness, lefty versus righty, <laughs> probably due to stunt doubles. Sorry, I've said too much. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> These are like the- feeling bad about expressing themselves. I can kind of relate. Like, oh, sorry. No, I just want to say this. Anyways. Anyways. Okay. Hopefully that doesn't Bye. stop you from watching the movie. Cause it's just fine. It's the, it's just this kitty scene. Whatever. Anyways. <laughs> I got these Amazon credits, you know, whatever. Um, let's move on to another uh, review or two. Um, this is from CB, five stars. I love this movie so much as a kid. I love this movie so much as a kid. I recently watched it again for the first time in 20 years, and it's as good as I remembered. It's a Amazing. fun, wholesome, entertaining movie that I think any family would enjoy. Five stars. A solid review. That's a quality review right there. Yeah. Short, sweet, to the point. But, yeah. Be like, hey, I wonder if I should watch this movie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Thanks, CB. Uh, from Brittany, five stars, titled, love it. Um, I have not seen this movie in a while, and imagine my surprise that this is a Disney movie with all the cussing going on. Don't get me wrong. I love this movie, and I didn't, and I did let my kids watch this with me even though they only really cared about the scenes where the kids were playing and not so much about his job his past was a great hockey player or when the couch is hitting on a player's mom oh coach (laughs) (laughs) i was like what (laughs) that's when the reaper kicked in (laughs) did you see see bombay kissing that coach (laughs) Dude, the couch hits on me every night. I'm like walking around <laughs> yeah. trying to do stuff, and the couch is like, "Hey, baby, come on over here, take a nice seat, put on the put on the TV." Yeah. Oh. Don't, don't do all those things. You don't, don't worry about those responsibilities. The couch is <laughs> looking all sexy. Anyways, um, you got two she, kitties on that couch behind you. Yeah, I know they're <laughs> they're chilling. I know. Okay, I'm gonna go snuggle with with some kitties. I'll be right back. Uh, no, I am not even finished with this review. <laughs> Uh, sounds she goes on to say sounds crazy but I do really like this movie and I had a great and had a great moral view behind it and unlike today's movies for kids it was a real it was real and completely non-cheesy and we really enjoyed it Uh, someone from 2021 uh, Brooke titled a treasured family movie parentheses some language my kids 11 11 and 14 oh she's got two 11 year olds I wonder if they're twins uh really enjoyed this oldie 
Only thing I don't like about these are all the bad language, but the movie is great. People referencing this bad language, kind of giving a little heads up to the to the parents wondering if this if this is appropriate. Um, well, I wonder if those twins were Siamese twins. I wonder if they play hockey. Yeah. Um, I and wonder both, as both were left-handed. Or like switched because they could access that ambidextrous part of their brain. Right. That's <laughs> what else? What else do you think they could do? <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna end on this Ooh. last review. Okay. Which is prescient to us. It's from Pete. And then uh and I hope it's, it's the Pete in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's pete and pete um <laughs> yep. it's titled amelia oh perfect the mighty duck man great story of a man drinking and driving and then being a world-class <laughs> yes this not all heroes so games and so giggly right and now, okay. this. i don't know why i'm so giggly okay Emilio, the mighty duck man. Great story of a man drinking and driving and then being a world-class a-hole to a bunch of kids. <laughs> yes. Then in yeah. an effort to land I in the pants that. of a Heidi Kling, decides to be nice to them. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, right. Assessment of it. And he's still giving it five stars. He's like, I only watched this because Night at the Roxbury. Uh, no, that that review was written by Steve Butabi. <laughs> Butabi. <laughs> it's Butabi, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> oh God, um, I'm gonna end there. Yeah, I think I think I'm I'm good. There's oh. there there's some. Uh, there's some people that just that just really love it. You see, they're coming from like a nostalgic place. They're showing their kids something that meant meant a lot to them. They like hockey. They like sports. They like Emilio from Ninth Roxbury. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's really it sounds like they're that last one was a fan of the drinking and driving <laughs> <laughs> and being an asshole to kids. <laughs> I think that was yeah. It seemed like a, like a bad news movie. bears transplant. He's like, yeah, I just right. I watch them all. Um, but a lot of parents that are probably our age having kids that are just like, I'm going to show them my childhood and show them things that were fun to me. Um, and it seemed like they had a good time. I, I'm not sure how many, how much kids would enjoy it today. Um, but I mean that these, these reviews are always a fun thing and, and seeing that divide between people. Uh, yeah, I'd say my, my theory about it would relate mostly to, I think this has been a common thing too, an oversaturation of a certain type of movie and then people are like worn out on it. And then sure. another one comes out and people are like either most, I think a lot of times audience members, and at least in this situation are like, no, we're still into this. We still like it. This is yeah, fun, especially throwing the background kids can enjoy and it's mm -hmm. unoffensive. Um, and I know Emilio from other things cause I'm an adult or something. And it just, uh, the the criticism kind of weighs heavily from that, and it comes from a place 
that is interesting to dig up some of these reviews because it's almost like looking through kind of film history a little bit too about some of some of the reviews in, in long form especially will let you know like oh well this reminds me of this movie that came out last year or this is just another retread by this person doing the same same old thing and when you're a little bit more removed i i think it it behooves you uh, to watch these things again, as we express, we're like not super familiar with it, at least to get like a clear understanding of what it is. Um, but it's, it's very difficult. And there's plenty of movies for me that fit that description of a favorite of mine when I was younger that I want to revisit. And it still holds, holds up to me, but I understand objectively it's not a great movie. And that happened to me last night because the little bit I watched of D2, I'm like, oh, wow, this is not this is not that great. You Aww. know, they introduced like some new characters and stuff. There's like a cowboy guy and there's uh, I don't know. And, so, and, and, and like some other other people, too, and all, all that stuff. I don't know. Some some of it is just so even more like paint by numbers of like not only are they doing it, a something that's been done before, they're doing a sequel to something that's been done before. And it has that sort of tinge of like a sequel of like, oh, you get it. We're just going to move on to the fun stuff. So a sports movie coupled with that, it's like there's some lazy stuff. So I experienced that a little bit last night. And God knows that I love my my shitty sequels like Last World. Um, and that in D2 was another one. But uh, yeah, that's that was that was my experience. What seeing these reviews was interesting, too. I'm going to launch into the rest of my review, if you don't mind. Yeah, if I can just please. keep going. Yeah. Yeah, we're yeah. Gonna do some final thoughts. <laughs> we're doing final thoughts. We're gonna pick your tomatoes, pick your tomatoes. Fresher, rotten, fresher, rotten. What's it gonna be? We're gonna pick those tomatoes. Um, we're picking those tomatoes here. On I love tomatoes. that. Yeah, yeah. That's a that was a good bit. I'm gonna read a little bit of notes before I I continue on. Wuss breath was a was an insult. Um, ducks never say die was a line. Mm. Goonies never say die. I don't know there's a, there was a lot of that. Right. Uh, yeah, of course, cake eater. Um, he was like talking about being sarcastic about saying that thing about how they're oh they're losers they're worth, worthless they should all die. And they're like, why did you why did you say that? That was so mean. He's like, it was I was being sarcastic. Do you know That's sarcastic? Right. And I think it's Pete goes, no, it's the other guy from Heavyweight. Yeah, goes, no. <laughs> and then he's like yeah, so it sounds like you do <laughs> okay right. yeah i thought that was really great uh, uh yeah, yeah america's number one hockey publication was on one of the newspapers was just like not a title but just that um yeah and then the one move oh, i fuck. thought was like ridiculous was when they were trying to do the comeback and they had tammy pull this move that all it was was just spinning yeah, and the oh. guys, the hockey players were like, "What the fuck is happening? <laughs> this is blowing my mind, and I can't focus on anything else besides this person that's spinning. <laughs> this is crazy. I need to stop what I'm doing." And they all stop, and then they're all like just gazing at her, and then they lose a goal. I thought that was ridiculous. Yes, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, this this is a '90s movie that is a cult classic in a weird, no, no, it's not a cult classic. It's a, that word, that phrase, like that term's like thrown around too much. This is like a legit, like cl classic to a lot of, a lot of people. Um, I was not aware that critics were harsh on this. 
until doing this podcast and, and throwing, throwing it on the list and everything too. I just assumed this was universally just like a popular movie that everyone was into. They made a couple sequels. I just thought it was just like, yeah, that's a solid, like everyone loves a family movie. Finding out about this, uh, this polarization between it also opened my eyes to watch it. I mean, obviously I watched it, but when I was watching it, look, taking a critical view, trying to figure out uh, what they weren't a fan of. Um, and yeah, I, I can see where it's like, what is, what am I really getting out of this? What is this offering to the table? Uh, I think there is a, a weariness of Disney sometimes when people go into a Disney movie, I think they kind of, uh, are weary of the, yeah, like the schmaltzy cheesy sort of, sort of stuff. And when that stuff kind of plays out as you would expect it to, they're kind yeah. of already signing it off of like, I don't need this in my life. There's no, it's, I don't get any, anything out of this. Um, but as children, when, when this was growing up, there's great kid actors all together in this movie that were doing some, a lot of fun stuff and riffing off each other and having a lot of fun skating and, and everything. And that electric energy as from the kids was what transferred to us, us growing up, reading these reviews from the audience. Those are the people that are having kids now that are, uh, looking back at it again. And I think it in a lot of ways holds up as a, mm-hmm very watchable family comedy sports movie. And to be honest, I know I was like, uh, expressing like, Oh, why didn't these other movies like get held up in the same degree as this one did? And I'm sure if I revisited those other ones, like big green or little giant, I, I, I little giants, whatever Rick, Rick Moranis, he's, he's awesome. But I'm sure mm-hmm. if I revisit those ones now, it would become more clear to me the same way as revisiting D two was that same experience. And, uh, this one's got some iconography, like the, the jerseys and even soundtrack stuff. Um, great casting, really great casting for Emilio to be so on board and to be right. That line of like being an asshole and kind of on edge a little bit of like, you're kind of not sure about him, but then also by the end, you're like rooting for him and, and you're rooting for him essentially almost the whole time in the beginning it's like wow he's really drunk driving right now but he's charming and i think uh that comes through well and there's there's funny bits uh and charlie's really great as well that uh storyline plays out in a way that gives some humanity as well to the movie and harkens to the father son thing as well as the he's 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 trying to be father figure and coach to charlie and as far as writing goes yeah i I mean it it accomplishes both of those tasks pretty well and it puts a lot on emilio's character uh to bombay to be able to (laughs) do all those things and then also have a romantic interest as well Mm -hmm. they even have like a date scene and stuff too it's like there's a there's some stuff that really fills out the movie uh, in a, in a way that as an adult watching it, when I tune out would probably be some of the games where it's like, Oh, look at all them getting into the hijinks. And like the reviewers, one of our reviewers said, it's like as a kid. And I remember it's like, Oh, they're playing hockey. They're getting into some shit. Like that's where I'm tuning in. Um, so it's interesting going on a journey with these kind of movies like this or hook or, um, whatever, whatever it may be in like, in, and and coming back to them hocus pocus and reassessing them from a critical eye, from a fresh eye, from an adult's perspective as well. Um, 
but I would, yeah, I would say this is very successful in doing what needs to be done for a kid's kid's family movie. Uh, a 70. We'll do 70. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Solid. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a solid, you know, I could do like 60 to a 70, like in, in that range, like a light 70, light 70. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's very fair. I I mean, you cover the sentiment because I if you just understand the the movie is. It is accomplishing what it's doing for for children and not look at it so much from the adult perspective. It is you're more forgiving and the movie. Yeah, continues to uh, do what it's set out to do, which is to instill a uh, moral message and show kids, you know, accomplishing something. And yeah, I it, it does that uh, does it well. It just overall is still mediocre and a lot like it's what I mean by do. I shouldn't have said done well. What I mean to say is that this movie is accomplishes a thing. And does that mean that it is doing it well? No, but it means that it has accomplished the thing, which is why it, I put myself as well as feeling that there are things that I enjoyed about this movie. And then, yeah, I but I know that it could be better. I think it, it's, I, man, yeah, there's, I guess what I'm struggling with internally is the nature of this movie is good and i want to facilitate you know or i want to be forgiving to it but i know that there is so much more heart and so much more comedy that could have been in this movie and it is very middle of the road it doesn't yeah it doesn't elicit as dramatic a response for me is mm -hmm. it enjoyable sure but is it impactful is it important is it yeah it isn't those things um but I, so I'm going to, I'm going to give this movie a 65%. Yeah, totally. That was my fluctuation, my fluctuation point. I think we can, we can hold, hold hands in the, in our agreement of, of this movie again, we're, I don't know, we're, uh, we're, we're buds on our, on our opinions plenty of times. And this was one that it's interesting, uh, when we talk about these movies, it makes me think about my childhood and it makes me think about. Yeah. My growth as a person, uh, as well as with Emilio's case, Bombay, trying to get in touch with that childlike um, quality of myself still that and still enjoy that side of things. Uh, but yeah, like that being said, I don't know, on a normal day, I'm not probably not going to just throw on Mighty Ducks uh, mm -hmm. and 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 watch it. You know, it's 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 something that for what it's trying to do and its purpose. I think that was the score that I was trying to service it with. Um, but I'm sure, yeah, there's some other like re movies that could be ranked that same way that would hold in higher esteem in a, in a certain way, but I'm trying to give it credit to where credits do as far as, yeah, like a, a super solid, like kids sports movie. That's, that's pretty funny and, and has some, some fun characters. And, uh, God damn, we did, we just did mighty dot mighty decks. Quack quack, quack 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 duckworth quack quack yeah <laughs> quack quack he's so aggressive like he's actually like i feel like almost patrick bateman he's gonna just like grab a fucking axe right. out and he's like quack quack mr duckworth quack 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 quack, quack. <laughs>
manic energy all brought to you by emilio and yeah yeah he's got that martin sheen crazy eyes <laughs> i want to watch more emilio estevez movies he's uh this made me do that he's what you would call and if i can reveal possibly our next movie or wait no never mind i was gonna say he's a real class act i is that gonna be our next movie or is it gonna be the other one the other one is uh what was it you were talking about class act or poetic justice were the ones poetic justice yes you want to do that one I'm okay. So the reason that I picked them is because they are relatively similar in the year that this movie was made. So there's going to be aesthetic similarities. I like the fact that poetic justice is, is uh, like it's handled by a better filmmaker in this time. So it gives you a better sense of John like, Singleton joint. I saw that mm-hmm. like a, what a Tupac and Janet Jackson in the same movie. I had no idea. Totally. Um, but it's also just kind of, yeah, a little, yeah, um one looks sad one looks funny yeah is what what my very base assessment (laughs) was but yes would you like me to find a a coin coin and flip it yeah 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 yeah, please damn it where's my coin we gotta Uh, get it we gotta get it we need to get like the official official polarized flipping coin that'll be the merch first merch <laughs> just yours and my head no it can't be two heads oh here it is it's my lucky penny all right well i will do the flipping that means that you will do the calling i will okay. assign heads to poetic justice i will assign tails to class act are you okay. ready yeah i'm ready are it's you ready to rub up i'm saying it's heads wait what is oh no it doesn't matter if i call it i guess just for posterity say heads poetic justice tails class act is that what i said heads i think it's gonna i have a feeling that it's gonna be heads but yeah i guess you're not calling it you want to make you want to make some bets (laughs) (laughs) polarized bets get your bets in get your bets in oh yeah let's have that be a feature we'll find an extension we'll just (laughs) or like who wins gets to pick the next two movies that we get to flip on Oh, interesting. Raise the stakes there. Oh, okay. But then then we yeah. go now. Or we just take turns. Yeah, let's just take turns. Okay. All right. So heads, poetic justice, tails, class act. Here we go. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be heads. Tails. Tails. Wow. Okay. Class, class act. act. Uh, wow. Let's check out i've been meaning to watch this movie i've i've heard about this movie for a long fucking time yeah this is uh 1992 same year um 17 critics and there's only 12 reviews from critics on here uh 73 audience score um so this is yeah a time when rotten tomatoes wasn't super present but this shows that whatever critics reviews were out there weren't su- weren't super hot on it and uh, chose the rotten path in the tomato. Big decision. disparity. Um, yeah, big disparity there. I'll read the synopsis real quick. Dun- Duncan Pinderhughes is a nerdy <laughs> straight A student with no social life, and Blade Brown is a tough bad boy with grades so low he has little hope of graduating from high school. When a fateful mistake swaps their permanent records and thereby identities, they decide to take advantage. Duncan will raise Blade's grades 
and Blade will show Duncan how to be cool. However, they both start to realize that their new lives aren't what they expected. Can I uh, try to say Duncan will raise Blade's grades, raise Blade's grades, raise Blade's grades. <laughs> Three times fast. Nice, you did it. Yeah, I did it. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, this has like, yeah, very iconic character in this in this movie and kid and play is someone that i'm is a group that i'm not familiar with so this will be an interesting journey for me yeah me too um cool this seems like an, yeah, an, a very obvious like i don't know audience favorite it looks like uh i don't know like it'd be like a cult classic or something because i feel like i've heard of it but i for whatever reason it's not in like as much of the public consciousness which is what I, I gotta stop using cult classic so much but that's just like what a lot of these movies are. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving on to anything else that we want to do before we wrap it up. And that would probably just be uh, letting you lovely people know um, where you can find us. Polarized pod on Twitter. Polarized pod on twitch.tv. Um, Polarized pod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe us on Apple. And anything you want to send us on any of those places, uh, please feel free to. Um, yeah, we're amateurish podcasters making our way in the big podcast world out there. And um, we're having a great time. Hope you guys are too. Uh, please come back next week. And uh, Brandon, is there anything you'd like to share with the people? No. Um, no, you said it all. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I am speechless. <laughs> wow. The, this movie's, I, I, yeah. Uh, this movie, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I want to like get some, get some queen playing or something or, uh, or there's so, there's a lot of chanting. There's either the quack chant or you do the, we will rock you chant. And I, I, uh, I'm cheering for you, Brandon. Thanks, man. Quack. Quack, 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 quack. All right. So great, great Grandini. See you next time, next week for Class Act. Goodbye, everybody. Bye bye. Bye.